Hey, everybody. I'm Katie. I'm Becky. And this is Live, Laugh, Lorcana. And it's Lorcana release weekend. Woo! Listen, I'm probably a little distracted because right now, Josh, my husband, is sitting downstairs with, like, boxes of unopened Lorcana product, and I just, like, don't trust him <sighs> to not open it without me. I'm so jealous, Katie. Did you buy anything for me? Uh, what do you want? Any, Literally anything. Give me a crumb. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted the gift set? I don't care. I'll take anything. I will buy it from you. Yeah, you can buy the gift set. I don't even want the gift set. I just thought it was neat. Aren't you going to an event Sunday, tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going Sunday. If you can buy stuff there, buy me something. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> there were a lot of people there last night that would have bought product for you. I didn't feel comfortable asking somebody to do that. Oh. I had to leave the event early, so I didn't get to shop. Maybe we should start. We should have started with that. Let's start talking about we went to a Lorcana event last night. Yes. Um, it was very cool. There's probably like 40 people there. Mm-hmm. 40. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we got there, uh, they were going to do like everybody got to um, get a starter deck and a booster pack and they uh, had it set up. So three rounds of play. And then they told us that afterwards we would have the opportunity to buy merchandise, which they didn't tell us about ahead of time. So that was super exciting. Mm -hmm. I was so hyped. And then I had to leave the event after the second round to go home to my children and I didn't get to get the things Yes, and I was devastated and my beautiful sister Katie cleaned house <laughs> I did not clean house okay so we're skipping ahead I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind back into your explanation to dig into a lot of the things you just said because like first off we get there and the store owner is wearing mickey gloves like the theming was so good <laughs> it was yeah and like we even um we got a starter deck but we chose which starter deck we were gonna get we drew a ball out of what was it the volcano from fantasia yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah such good theming i mean that's a deep cut I'm pretty sure uh, they reused that volcano from something else, but I I, I appreciated. <laughs> so we randomly got a starter deck, uh, and I really wanted Ruby Emerald, and I thought it would be really really hard for me to get product. So I traded for the Ruby Emerald I wanted, but I didn't realize how much product I would come away with. Yes, um, the only deck I had played with was um, Amber Amethyst with the proxy decks we were playing with. So I felt pretty comfortable with that one. So I really wanted it. I, I ended up getting a Ruby Emerald deck and I traded um, for <laughs> an Amber Amethyst. I don't know if that was allowed. Was it allowed? I, but we did it. <laughs> well, it's like if if we're in this hypothetical world where like we're not going to get other product, you really want the deck that you want. And like, let's be honest, not everyone in that room was going to play Lorcana again. And we are definitely going to play Lorcana again. So... That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, we got time to enhance our starter deck with our booster pack. We were only allowed to use three inks total, which is a lot different than what I read online at Gen Con. What uh, third ink did you choose? 
I believe I just uh, grabbed some um, reds out of the booster pack I got and just tossed them in there because that, that was what I had the most of in mm-hmm. the booster. I put a pop of steel in my ruby emerald deck. Did you get things that you like were like, yeah, this will enhance my deck? I got a smash, which is like a removal spell that does three damage, basically. So uh, I, I think I've got two steel cards I put in my deck. I opened like five ruby in my pack. And so I was on ruby emerald. So, Oh, yeah. You didn't have to work too hard there. And then we watched a video on how to play, which did you hear that video? Because I did not hear it. No, it was way too loud. I couldn't hear Uh, But that was fine because I kind of already knew how to play. And we were surrounded by um, people who Katie was already acquainted with. And so we got to, like, uh, be able to, you know, explain some stuff to them if anyone needed a little extra support there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about like eight of the people there, I want to say, are people I knew from Flesh and Blood. So, yeah, that was neat. They didn't know how to play. There were a ton of people there who didn't know how to play. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And, like, I don't blame them because I – well, I played two games the week before, but I, like – there was a lot of nuance that I just went over my head when I was playing the first time. And um, starting again, I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, you were asking about, like, songs and stuff before we jumped into (laughs) our game. I, forgot how they worked. I was like, I don't remember this part. Yeah. (laughs) But I also learned a lot more about how to play the game uh, playing last night. Um, I didn't I didn't realize items were not a one time use. Yeah, they stay on the board. I kept discarding them and they're like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Someone stopped you. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, that would definitely be my advice if you want to be like a community, like big community person for Lurkana is to learn to play before you learn to play event. Uh, because yeah, a lot of people needed help. We heard like some crazy stories of things people were doing in games or being told they should do in games. Most of them are from John, but, (laughs) uh, I think the one game they were drawing up to seven after every single turn, they were both drawing up. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And then he had a game where he was like tapping um, his ink every time he quested with a character he would pay the ink cost a quest oh geez that's funny um and then in one game someone told him he couldn't have two characters of this two of the same characters out at a time which you can um yeah i thought you could that's funny uh the t- table next to mine then when they started they're like i don't understand how the mulligan works and the other guy's like i don't understand it either it's like let's just skip it <laughs> <laughs> that was funny (laughs) i feel like that was common everyone just like didn't know what to do so they skipped it yeah um but how how did you do katie um in your games my games were uh all very fun um i won the first two and lost the third which gave me a seventh place finish i don't really know how they broke ties you know because like a bunch of us were two one i heard it was like strength of schedule like who you beat, like how good they did. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just really fun to play. How did your games go? Um, I lost both of my games because I only got to play two. 
Um, the first one, thinking back, like after I finished the game and was playing the second game, I was thinking like, I could have won that game if I had done some stuff different. If I had made some different choices and felt more confident, like I probably could have won because it came down to 1920. And then uh, the second game, though, I got annihilated. Um, but I didn't even care. Like he he was doing some cool stuff. And I was just like, I looked delighted the whole time. He probably thought I was crazy. I'm just like, wow. And then he pulls something out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so great. Like, wow. And I like... I had the thought, like, I should concede because the score was not good. And he was, I, like, could not keep up with what he was doing. But I was like, no, nah, I'm going to let him, like, play this out. We'll, we'll all enjoy it, you know? That's so good. I mean, that's, like, such a good attitude that you didn't get frustrated. You're just like, oh, this is really cool. I wonder how I can do that. Because he was on the same deck as you, right? He was. And I was like, I think we have different decks, but we didn't <laughs> Uh, but it was fun it was good uh the rounds were long they were 50 minutes (laughs) i think that's why you couldn't stay for all of them yeah that was insane because i mean the game generally i feel like probably a game of play doesn't take much longer than 20 Mm -mm. and we were playing best of one this wasn't even best of three And the first one was like 50 minutes. And actually, that felt like almost right because it seemed like so many people didn't know how to play. Like the first game was taking some people 40 minutes, genuinely. Right. Um, But then the second round, also 50 minutes, best of one. Um, And actually, I asked about it. um, Or, well, I overheard someone ask about it. I was too cowardly to ask myself. And they said it was uh, (laughs) because the rounds were 50 minutes at Gen Con. But Gen Con, they played a best of three. Oh, wow. I think we definitely would have struggled to get three games in in 50 minutes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, if you you go into that event, like, not knowing the rules, like, a best of three in 50 minutes would be stressful. Oh, for sure. No, I wouldn't have finished, I don't think. Yeah, my first game, well, I was asking a lot of questions because, um, I don't know, people were very nice about it, and I I just kept interrupting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but I feel like I learned more, and I'm more comfortable now, and now I have physical cards, so I'm going to play more, get more comfortable. Yeah, that's awesome. We did get a pack every round that we played, so you got two extra packs? I did. Three packs total. (laughs) I got three packs and I got some juicy stuff. Let me tell you. You really did. I got two legendaries and a super rare foil. So two legendaries and three packs. That's some beginner luck right there. (laughs) I love it. I felt good about that for sure. Yeah, and then top eight got an extra two packs each, and then the first place person got a playmat of their choosing. Oh, cute. Did you get a play map? Did you purchase one? I purchased one, yeah. Because uh, after all the events were, oh, yeah, you weren't there for this. This is going to be new information to you. Um, they they drew the raffle tickets and let us line up. Um, and, you know, we got to go through the line and people picked what they wanted. And you could pick one of the Illumineers Trove, the gift set, or three packs. And you could choose one of a play mat, a deck box, or a binder. 
Um, so I got an Illumineers Trove and the Mickey playmat, which I love the Mickey playmat so much. What is an Illumineers Trove? Oh, good question. I printed that out because I thought you would ask. Oh, and they were selling everything at MSRP, which is amazing. Yeah, um, I talked to the owner and he was talking about how like adamant he was that they were going to sell MSRP. And I was like, go. Woo. I love that. We got to support this store going forward. Yeah. Um, the Illumineers Trove has a storage box, two deck boxes, eight booster packs, 15 game tokens, and a player guide for $50. Uh, the eight booster packs, it, it, booster packs are $6 a pack. So that alone is like $48 for like the price yeah. of it. And then you get the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the gift set. Do you know what's in that? No, I don't. It is two oversized foil cards, then two playable foil cards of the Mulan and the Hades, uh, then four booster packs and 34 game tokens for $30. That's not a lot. No, I just like the idea of a gift set. I kept saying I wanted the gift set because I didn't know the existence of the Illumineers probe. Are tokens just damage counters? I assume so. I re- I should really do like box openings of the stuff we have. Can we do it together, like a mukbang. Yeah. Can I come over and we tear into it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness! Content. We're creating content. We're creating content. It's like we know our jobs. Also, if you wanted to know prices, playmats are $20, which is pretty reasonable. That's like the most reasonable of all of these prices. Deck boxes are $7 and binders are 20 I want all of the things. I was looking just on the internet last night because I don't have a deck box or anything. I didn't have sleeves, but Katie brought me sleeves. Um, I don't have anything. And so I was looking online, but I was like, no, no not online we're gonna go to our local game store katie and we're gonna purchase things there i'm so proud of you <laughs> yay you. way to go and i don't buy anything not online i hate leaving my <laughs> i also hate leaving my house but here's the thing Yes, you can buy product at Target in like two weeks, but like Target is not going to host events for you to go play at. They're not going to teach people in the community how to play and they're not going to like sell singles so you can build up your deck. So like I'm not going to be giving like any of those retail stores like money for this game. Totally fair. I'm glad it's like there because I think that's how like parents and kids will see the game for the first time. Definitely, definitely seeing it in those types of stores. But yeah, you were allowed to pick those things. And um, most of it, like most people got what they want. They ran out of like Illumineers Trove, like kind of towards the end. And then they ran out of gift sets. uh, But it was pretty close to the end. And then they let people (laughs) like who were still there when everyone got through the line, like go back and get some more things. Your face. (laughs) I can't. Why? But they didn't have like a ton left at that point. They had a lot of binders and deck boxes because people weren't really picking those up. Um, So Josh got the stitch binder. And then they let him buy nine packs. 
Thank you. Becky, this was your first time at a local game store playing a, an event. How was it? It was great. I got there late. Bar- no, I got there at six o'clock. The event started at six o'clock and it had already started. And I was like, excuse me. So I know for next time. And then um, uh, everyone was super nice. Uh, I really liked talking to people. I am a stay-at-home mom. And so the only person I talk to is my husband. And so when I am out with other people, I become like a golden retriever. And I just like talk to everybody and I can't stop talking. And I know I'm being like annoying, but I can't stop. I don't think you were being annoying at all. Okay. Well, when I got home, I just like my mind just reeled through everything I said. And I was like, wow, I'm so so awkward. Oh my gosh. No, you're not. Though we did meet the guy who was like running, who's going to be running the Lorcana League at that store. Um, And you were just like, oh my God, your skin (laughs) is amazing. And I was like, oh, that's kind of like like a surprising thing to say to a guy. And he was just like loving it. He's like, I don't get a lot of compliments <laughs> as a man. <laughs> he looked airbrushed. Did you not notice? <laughs> the first thing, as soon as I saw him, I did a double take because he looked airbrushed. His skin was gorgeous it was and i'm like what's your skincare and he's like nothing and like i should probably moisturize i'm like don't even bother it would be unfair if you did yeah i'm not really good at compliments either i give weird ones like i like your skin (laughs) at least you can give a sincere compliment i have like resting sarcasm voice so like every time you do oh my gosh you do No, and I think I'm being like, oh my god, I love your dress so much, and it's like, oh my god, love your dress. <laughs> like that's how it comes out. Wow, you look so good. Um, but I talked to people. Everyone was nice. We talked about, you know, how we got, how we ended up at that Lorcana store together, basically. And so um, the first person that I played with is from Magic. And he's out. He's he's actually who you played second. Mm-hmm. And he's out of magic because it got pretty expensive to play. That is well known about magic. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that these days is pretty pricey. So he was trying out Lorcana, which I thought was cool. And then the second guy I played um, is a flesh and blood boy. Which one? <laughs> Philip. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's a level two. He's a level two judge for flesh and blood. Oh, is he? He like he's the one who pooped on me. I would frequently stop him and be like, "I'm just wondering if I did this and then this. Like, is that something I could do?" I don't know. And he was very nice about it. Yeah, he seemed to know like so much about what he was doing in the game, which I, I like the first person I played didn't really necessarily have that. So I was like, "Let me milk some knowledge out of you, Philip, while you're here." <laughs> So, like, now you're not surprised hearing he's a judge, probably. (laughs) Well, I knew he was serious business. This this might sound silly, but, like, when you're playing the game, just, 
you can tell who's comfortable playing cards, like who's comfortable moving cards around and like the way they play them and the turning, like it's all very smooth and like, and draw one, and a little flourish. So you you can just tell. (laughs) How much they mess with their cards when they're like sitting there idly, I feel like is also a huge tell. They're just like shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Also, I'm really bad at shuffling. I've always been bad at shuffling, but when your cards are in sleeves, you have to shuffle them um, differently than you would regular playing cards. It didn't occur to me. I started shuffling like top down and uh, Josh yelled at me. He was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, sorry. And you can't riffle. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's called riffling. I think it's called a riffle. Riffle shuffle. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's something like that. Um, so yeah, now I know how to shuffle cards. I'm still not good at it. Also, when they're in the sleeves, they're rather slippery. Just saying. Yeah, fresh sleeves. Once you use them a while, they'll get easier. But like a 60 card sleeve deck, that is a beefy deck. Like that is not easy to hold in your hands. Definitely not. But I, I could do it. Um, but so my my first event was good. I was I was nervous. Um, I'm still nervous after the fact, but it was, it was good. Where did you feel like on edge while you were actually there? Yes. It was very loud, Katie. Oh, so loud. It was loud, close quarters. There's a lot of people. Um, and I, I think it would be so much different. Like if I knew people and if I, well, you were so nice and like, let me hang out with your little group. Um, but I, if I didn't know anybody, I probably would have been pretty intimidated, even though there were like 12 year olds there and and they were just like living it up. And I was just like, wow. That actually is such a big event that I feel like it wouldn't be that intimidating to go to. Cause like, I, like sometimes when you go to an event, there's like a click feeling when you get there. Um, but Mm. because this is like a brand new TCG, it was like so many people. Yeah. Um, and everyone was nice to you. Yes. And oh, you didn't you didn't beat anyone. Honestly, I feel like I don't want to say this because I don't want to scare anyone. But like, um, I feel like the only time like you ever I ever even started to feel like a little something from my opponent um, with other games is when I would beat them um, because not everybody likes to lose and. Really, not everyone likes to lose to a girl in trading card games. <laughs> I figured out a solution to that. Hit me. Lose? <laughs> Just don't win. Yeah. Ever think of that, Katie? That's, that's my strategy. You're a thinker. You're good. You're really good. Yeah. I, like, can't not try when I play trading card games. Like, I don't care about winning. Like, genuinely, if I lose, I'm like... That this is this was really interesting. Oh, that was such a cool interaction, like you were talking about. But I can't not try. That's why it's like I actually want to put together like a really bad deck. So like if I'm playing like a new person or like a child or something, I like have a deck that I can try on. It's just bad, so they like still get a good. <laughs> it's still even. That's funny. I um didn't try over much last night just because i was still trying to get comfortable with stuff uh but yeah i can definitely put strategy in but like at the end of the day i truly don't care if i win or not but maybe that'll change as i get more comfortable now that you have two decks you and your husband have decks 
Do you think you guys will play at all? Yeah, for sure. Will you be competitive with Cody? Probably not. Interesting. That's the only time I'm competitive. Against Josh. Um, Cody, my husband, is truly the least competitive person I've ever met. He does not care. He is just here to have a good time. Not a competitive bone in his body. That's why we have a lot of trouble playing co-op games. Because he's just like, but I'm like, what are you doing? Get on this ledge. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, we, uh, it's like Overcook. He won't play Overcook with me. Because you berate him. <laughs> yeah. <huh? laughs> it's uh, like, this isn't fun for me anymore, Becky. <laughs> hilarious. Can you do? Um, so. Yeah, I think it would be fun to play. And I also would like to try um, doing the 1v1v1v1. I want to try that so bad. Like, I think that's going to be really fun. So, Katie, we were super lucky yesterday. And our the store we attended was selling everything at MSRP. But I discovered that is not... I don't know if it's the norm, but some are definitely jacking up the prices quite a bit. Yeah. That's definitely true because there is not a lot of product right now. Uh, a lot of the the stores, um, local game stores are the only one who got product. They put in their order months ago. Some of them asked for thousands of boxes. Some of them only got 1% of what they ordered. There's not much product out there. So when the lo- local game store gets like their eight boxes or whatever, much less than they ordered, uh, what do they do with that product? And uh, yeah, the answer some for some of them is to charge more because there's less available market price market price like like they just got a lobster out of the ocean <laughs> a perfect analogy it's like when they say market price on the menu you're like if you have to ask you can't afford it <laughs> <laughs> same with the Lurgana. <laughs> that's funny are they doing like crazy markups though, or just like light markups or is it kind of a, a range? It's a mixed bag. I mean, some places are selling at MSRP, obviously. Um, but like the Illumineers Trove, which MSRP $50, I see like on eBay for like 120 right now. Like oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I think, I think one of the, the local game stores around here said they were selling them at a hundred. So that's like double markup. That's crazy. I am both frustrated with that and can I say vaguely like I kind of understand a little bit like I'm sympathetic that they you know they're trying to like make up what they lost from not getting what they you know ordered or whatever or whatever they had planned so I do, I do feel bad for that but it's funny because I read one account a guy was saying that he is his store was doing this crazy markup and asked you know, like, why, why is this so high? And they said that uh, they, they have the price up so high to avoid scalpers. Yeah. But it's like, so you're just going to scalp for them, you know, cut out the middleman. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought that was an interesting excuse. Yeah. It's like, I honestly have nothing but sympathy for like the store. Well, I don't want to say nothing but sympathy, but like, I really do get it. Like, you got a very limited amount of product and yeah, you would love to get it in the hands of players. How do you know who's a player and who's not? 
Like, I mean, the store we went to only sold it to people to play in that event. I think there's a good chance over half the people in that room will never play Lorcana again. Yeah, that's very possible. Well, because I, again, I only got my two boosties. That's why I'm extra frustrated that I didn't get to stay and play another round, get another booster, and then also um, buy merch. I'm just a little sad about it because I would use it. I was going to use it. I know. Um, our uh, local game store, the only thing they weren't selling was booster boxes. Um, oh, yeah. Usually you can buy a whole box of product, but they were saving that for organized play because they're going to have the league on Tuesdays. Oh, just I heard it was a $6 drop in. You get boosty. Yeah. You like basically pay to buy one pack at MSRP and then you get to stay and play for an event and get entered for fabulous prizes. But you didn't get any product. Let's say we're in a situation where, where you would you consider buying product at over MSRP at a game store? Maybe online, probably not. Um, I, I, I honestly, a hundred percent mean like matters how much. Like you use the Illumineers Trove as a example. Like I'd pay seventy for that. I probably wouldn't pay more than that though. Mm-hmm. That's about a 40% markup, um, which I've, is actually 40% is a, a benchmark um, I've heard people say before. So it's interesting. That's the one that you picked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I probably wouldn't pay more than that, though. Yeah, especially because like in a few weeks, there will be more product. Yes. Yeah. Theoretically. Retail stores will get it. That's what it's like. I am. I thought I was going to go last night and get a starter deck and three booster packs and that's it. And I was like, actually really excited about that because it's like in this game of like adulthood where you have money and also you have the internet to know what's the best deck, people tend to min-max very quickly where it's like they look up a really good deck someone's already bought, like created, and then they buy each card and then they just have a perfect deck where it's like, this is like a return to like playground rules where it's like, oh, your parents only let you have a starter deck and three booster packs. And maybe you can trade a couple cards with your friends. But like, this is what you have to play with now. I love that. Very true. I like that. Like I would have been fine if I didn't get any more product. That's cool. I wasn't. So what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, so Katie stayed for the event, got swag. This morning I wake up to a Snapchat of her with like all like just a picture of like the piles of stuff her and her husband acquired. I'm like, great, I love this. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we talk about league play? We can, yes. So very fascinating about the league play point system. But the overarching theme of the league play is not at all competitive. Like, not. Um, you get swag whether you win or lose, which is, you know, I love a participation trophy. I know I'm such a millennial. I love them. I don't care. Like, I'm here to have fun. If you want to reward me for that, that's great. So, um, but even you get, it's a point system. And um, he was telling us that you know, you get a point if you wear like Disney merchandise or whatever. And it was funny because uh, one of the attendees had a Disney tattoo. And he was like, he's like, that guy, permanent one point every time he comes. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Finally, the motivation I need to get a tattoo. <laughs> there you go. But also you get points for teaching people how to play and and things like that, which I think is really neat. Yeah. Like overwhelmingly, the focus is like building community and having fun. Like there was like get a point if you have like a deck that only uses cards from two movies. Like that's so fun. It is fun. It's really cool. Um, I don't have them with me, the, the list of all the things, but very cool. And um, I'm very uh, happy about that. But I don't, is is this like point system a thing in other leagues? I don't know other leagues that well. We, we're probably going to talk more about league in the next week's episode because I am going to go to a league on Tuesday. But yeah, for Flesh and Blood, it's like very, the winner gets this. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I like it. I'm not competitive. I like community. I like hanging out with people. So I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of trading card games is like having a community. Yeah. Oh, you know what we have to talk about? Your suggestion that we feature a creator every week. <laughs> did you did you forget you suggested this? No, I make a lot of suggestions. That was probably my best one, though. It was a good one. Did you pick a creator for this week? No, did you? I knew you wouldn't do your homework. Did you tell me to? I was like, we should pick a creator every week. And, and then like, you're like, I told Katie, I did my part. No, you just said, yeah, that'd be cool. Not like, yeah, uh, pick one. <laughs> yeah, I figured we would just pick Stephanie because she's well, in our DMs. Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie's in our DMs. Yeah. Are we going to talk about Stephanie or no? Yeah, we're going to talk about her. Uh, so our featured creator is the Lorcana Illumineers. Um, that's a YouTube channel run by Stephanie. She covers news, gameplay, card unboxing, reviews, interviews. Like she has everything you ever want. Crazy if you're not already following her because she is a very big content creator. Um, but we love her because like one of her, her big, um, goals with making the channel is to make the TCG place like more inclusive because, she, uh, she had some, you know, maybe not ideal situations in the past. Um, so we want everyone to feel included in the TCG community. That's what we want too. And then the second we, you know, joined Instagram, she was in our DMs welcoming us to the community. So. Yeah, she was super nice, and I like her a lot. So definitely check out Stephanie Lorcana Illumineers. She's on your social medias and, of course, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. She's probably commented on your stuff before. She, Like, Stephanie is active in the community, for sure. Love it. I think we covered most of what I had said we needed to cover. I'm so happy for you to come play. It was so... It was really so great having you there last night. Like... I've been part of like TCGs for like almost a year and I had taken a break from flesh and blood. So it like, it felt so good to be gaming uh, last night and then to have you there and to have a bunch of my flesh and blood friends there. Like it was the best thing ever. It was really cool. And I really liked your friends. They were all very nice. Did they say anything about me? I think, I think more it was like, did your sister have fun? Like, they wanted to know if you had fun because they were hoping you would come back. So, so they loved me. They loved you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to be liked. 
did all your friends were they all like yeah this is so much better than flesh and blood that's such a good question um no (laughs) (laughs) dang (laughs) um like jen and stephanie i think liked it and i think they'll keep playing it uh jen's a big disney fan um she was wearing the cutest sweatshirt she had that little ratatouille sweatshirt on it was so cute i know but yeah i think that they'll probably keep playing um but like a lot of the other flesh and blood guys were like this isn't for me Mm, too basic not for me boo the thing is, Flesh and Blood is such a complicated game. I know. I just liked seeing people and that I could potentially see again. Actually, like, Schaefer pointed out that a lot of the people that were there tonight, he sees at every release event. Like, there are just people who every time a new TCG comes out, they go and try it out. Interesting. So, did his wife like it? Um, She really hates the shuffling. She kept talking about that. She has tiny hands. Yeah. <laughs> and impeccable nails. Um, but like, yeah, a lot of people, I just like, don't think they'll be back. And that's, that's, that's fine. Like not every game is for every person. What I like about this game is I think it's very easy to learn and it's more accessible. And, and because of that probably targets a different audience. Yeah, for sure. Now I like how accessible it is because I need it to be. I don't have the patience for flesh and blood. There are like crazy decks you can do like really cool things though. Like I've seen online, like there's like an aerial that when you play an item, you ready her. And then there's an item that's like, you can give a character more lore for a turn. So it's like, you'll get two of those out. You'll pump aerial to three lore. You'll quest item ready quest item. It's like you pop off with like 12 lore in a turn. Like there are all these like interesting combos and things. Um, which I'm saying, like, if you went to a starter deck event, you're like, this was like a little boring or mild for me. Like, there's spicy stuff out there. Very spicy. I enjoy it. I'm excited. So it's good stuff. I think the event was great. My Lurkana journey off to a great start. Very excited to continue it. Love to hear that. That makes me so happy to hear. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening. And until next time, remember to live, laugh, and lore.